Today's episode is brought to you by the internet. Go to google.com and type in promo code MPSnyders and receive the internet. It also says here, oh, fuck bookstores. Now, uh, just imagine how dirty and filthy those, I'm talking about those old small bookstores, you know what I mean? The, the ones that are like hospices for pulp paper. It's just so depressing. And imagine the amount of trees and deforestation that went into to these monstrosities. And then imagine, think about like money. It has trace amounts of fecal matter on like dollar bills. That's just how much they get passed around and how much, how absorbent paper is. Think of all the, the decades worth of, of human excrement that have collected on these binded um, paper piles. It's disgusting. And, and it's not like they were used, you know, just for a few years uh, and then set aside. And no, some of these books are 90 years old, 90 years old of continuous human fingers going through them. Dirty hippies coming in all day, just fingering through them, right? Not even reading the books, just trying to feel cultured. Fuck bookstores. That's the internet. Again, go to google.com, type in promo code MP Snyders and receive the internet. All right, now on to the podcast. Welcome to the Hey OK Ha Happy Hour, episode three, numero tres, tres, third episode. How are you doing? What are you doing? Are you working? Are you driving? Oh, what am I doing? Oh, vacation's over. Back to work. Back to work. Uh, I actually flew flew from South Dakota. No, I flew out of Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, en route, going home to Philadelphia. But I flew into Newark, New Jersey, and spent two days in New York to see a couple old acquaintances and do a mic, do a set. Uh, an open mic. A Manhattan open mic on the Lower East Side. Oh, it was so much fun. My little fucking five minutes of bullshit. Um, New York. Concrete jungle where real estate prices are way too high. Pricing us out because of real estate developers and bankers. Inflation, inflation. Oh, I had to get the... fuck out of New York. I didn't have to, but you do a little cost-benefit analysis. You living in Manhattan there, pissing away rent money every month, and you look over over uh, across Jersey to uh, Philadelphia, which is less than two hours away. You take a little Chinatown bus, fucking $10 bus ride. Who am I kidding? A lady got me down here. That was why I moved. That was initially why I moved down to the city of brotherly jealousy. What is it? Brotherly love. What are some other brotherly things? Cain and Abel would be the brotherly jealousy. Cain and Abel. Let's get into Cain and Abel. Um, 
You want, you want to talk about theology from the get-go? Want, and I can't claim this is my, uh, my interpretation of Cain and Abel, but it is one that I arrived to independently, but uh, I'm sure others have noted the same. It's Cain and Abel. You know the old Bible story. Cain and Abel, two brothers. God asks for a sacrifice. Cain, uh, well, first Abel, being a shepherd, Sacrifices a, I suppose, a sheep. So here, God, here's a fucking sheep. Dig in. And uh, Cain, being the, the farmer there, he sacrifices as a gift some of his harvest. Probably some fucking wheat, right? Some mead. I don't even know what mead is. It's probably alcoholic. No, it's probably wheat, right? So God gets, gets a sheep from the, the herder or the shepherd there, and he gets uh, some, some of the harvest from Cain there, and uh, he basically says, hey, Abel, that's some good shit. I like I like what you did here. Loving the lamb. Beautiful. Very thoughtful. And uh, he's like, Cain, you know, I appreciate it. Appreciate the wheat. Appreciate the sacrifice of the harvest. But uh, it's no lamb. It is no lamb. Well done, Abel. Uh, get your shit together, Cain. Right? And so God takes off or whatever. And Abel's all, he's probably happy. He's probably got a little skip in his step, whistling, you know. God just said, hey, thank you. Right? And Cain, meanwhile, is probably looking longingly into a puddle, maybe a muddy puddle of his own reflection, saying, why me? I can't even, you know, he gets all jealous of Abel. So what does Cain do? He beats him over the head with a rock and kills him. It's like that. Talk about shit escalating quickly. Um, he fucking murders his brother over that. Okay, and now you know the conventional mainstream Christian interpretation is it's like a you know story of brotherly jealousy, or or something to that effect. But let's really apply a little context here and put ourselves into because remember all these stories. Are, are, you know, folks back in, what do they call it, uh, an, antiquity, trying to kind of explain, describe shit. And remember, human beings started off as hunter-gatherers. For most of our history, we were hunter-gatherers. Um, and some, actually, human beings are still hunter-gatherers in some uh, un, un uh, what do you call it, uncontacted tribes, whatever, whatever, get the idea, hunter-gatherers. And then uh, later we develop agriculture and animal husbandry, and uh, which is basically slavery. If you really get down to it, technically, like you're putting fences and shit around organisms and kind of controlling them. And, and anyway, that led to the sedentary lifestyle that allowed uh, overpopulation, that allowed governments, blah, 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 down the road. Agriculture is what did that. And, um, and so here's the, here's the interpretation one might argue that that was Cain and Abel represented the crossroads of, of human evolution where we utilized our divinity, cleverness, whatever the fuck separates us from animals to basically separate our, our attempt to separate ourselves from nature by, uh, making sure the plants grow in straight rows, only straight rows. We enslave the plants, make sure they grow in straight rows. We enslave the animals, put them in little pens and bred them uh, to feed us. And um, 
And what the Cain and Abel story is really showing us is it's a parable. Uh, that So we, we went astray. We, we got out of touch. We should have uh, maintained a, a hunter-gatherer lifestyle, which to this day is now kind of, there's like it's like a pejorative now, hunter-gatherer. The word tribal is a pejorative. It's, it's like meant to make it seem primitive. And I suppose it is uh, from a certain perspective. But at a hunter-gatherer level, one thing you know for sure is you're going to have equilibrium. You're not going to have too much uh, consumption. You're not going to have over-deforestation. You're not going to... Because you can't sustain the population to do so. Um, so anyway, that, that's a little food for thought there for you for you Bible thumpers. And then... Uh, so anyway, Cain's like... And the God says to Cain, what the fuck happened to your brother? And Cain's all sarcastic. He's like, what am I? My brother's keeper? What am I? What am I? What is he... Have a leash? I don't give a fuck. And uh, God's like, you, you, cur- you killed him, you dumbass. I know everything. And Cain's like, yeah, my bad. And God said, well, here's the punishment, Cain. You will, not only for murdering your brother, but for being a filthy farmer who just sits on your ass all day and just wants to enslave all my creation and nature, uh, not treating it like a garden, treating it like you can be God and you can breed animals. No, and now, Cain, you can no longer do that. In fact, uh, you will wander the earth and any seed that you plant shall not bear fruit. Anytime you try to farm, it ain't gonna, you just have to fucking wander. <laughs> and the Cain's like... Come on, God. Come on. That's I can't handle that's that's going too far. That's going too far, God. That shit happens. I'm gonna they're gonna kill me. The guy walking by here just try to not yell for a second here as he walks by the car. I'll get back. Because certain things you can yell, but you can't be yelling Bible shit. Otherwise you look like a crazy schizophrenic. Alright, he's gone. Uh what was he saying? Yeah. Uh, Kane's like, they're gonna they're gonna fucking kill me, God. I can't be wandering around the earth. And God's like, nah, don't worry about it. I'm going to give you a mark. Yeah. <laughs> what or the fuck that means. But apparently, Cain, in goal, God says, not only you, Cain, but all your descendants will be wandering around uh, for the sin of, of uh, farming and of brotherly jealousy. And so to this day, the descendants of Cain must wander the earth. Uh, but they're protected because they got some mark. <sighs> Oh, what do what they call those? Those wanderers. Canaanites? Is that what they call them? Canaanites, or is that something different? I don't know. The descendants of Cain. And now we call those people road comics. Just wandering the landscape. What's lower? Is there anything lower than a road comic? Yes. An aspiring road comic. <laughs> oh, who are you to judge? Who are you to judge? Judge not lest ye be judged. Oh, we're getting real biblical today. Real biblical today. Oh, what else? What else shall we talk about? Oh, back to work. Gotta go back to the grind. Back to the day job. I'm not going to tell you what my day job is. Let's just say, let's just say I was up in an attic sweating my balls off, if you know what I mean. Let's just say I was inspecting some fascia board for wood rot. You get it? You got what I'm saying? Huh? 
let's just say, between you and me, the soffit needed to be ventilated. You know what I mean? You got it? Let's just say the siding was over 20 years old. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, nope, back to the grind. I know you guys are shocked. You're like, wait a second. This guy's not paying his bills with this podcast and stand-up career? He's, he's got to work during the day? <laughs> no. How, how can that be? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of the Rush song. How, how the fuck goes working, man? Who could do the voice? Getty voice. Dude, that's what I am. Working man. Working man. Working nine to five. <laughs> fuck. I can't do fucking Getty Lee's voice. That's the, that was the one, my one, initially, the one drawback to Rush as far as I was concerned. Because you got to respect the musicianship. And you got to respect Neil Peart's lyrics. I don't get, I get it. All you fucking hipsters think he's pretentious, overwrought, and you hate him because he throws a bone to Ayn Rand. I get it. I get you don't like, they're so uncool for most of those decades. You know why? Because Rush was like too polished to appeal to punkers and too, um, uh, what the? What were they not? They were not quite cock rock enough for the metal dudes. They were just kind of, you know, they were for, like, if you were into, um, what the fuck was that in school? Where the smart kids would go to learn how to make, like, science projects and little machines that moved. It was the name of some dude. What the fuck was that called? Those kids. That's what, that's who Rush appealed to. And I wasn't one of those kids, but most of my friends were one of those kids. And, uh, yeah, Rush. God bless Rush. Um, we're going on a tangent here. We're on a tangent within a tangent. Possibly within a tangent. We're on a Rush now. Canadian. Canada, yeah. What's uh, really disappointing as a, as a, as a patriotic American, as a patriotic American, just gotta say, we we're not really represented proportionally in the uh, rock and roll um, in the rock and roll. What the fuck do you call it? The rock and roll <laughs> history. You know the pantheon. We're not in the rock. There should be more American rock and roll bands in the pantheon of great rock and roll bands and I hate to give credit to the British for anything uh, at any time uh, let alone the week of the 4th of July but I will give the British this those cocksuckers have produced a fair uh, share of of, uh, exceptional rock and roll bands across every goddamn era right I don't mean just the Beatles and the Rolling Stones I mean like you know you go right from there to Pink Floyd kind of a little bit different flavor. You got The Clash. Who doesn't like The Clash, as you clearly can tell uh, from this podcast? You know, you got The Clash. You go right up to, uh, you know, Radiohead. And then you got fucking Muse, who I mentioned last podcast in reference to simulation theory. 
Our Muse Pantheon? It's hard to appreciate shit when it's too contemporary. And all the young kids think Muse... Muse is fucking 15 years old. Actually, older than that. Um, but in my world, that shit's contemporary. So you gotta give the, the Brits credit on... I mean, who's the greatest American rock and roll band? Beach Boys? We got after the Beach Boys. You got the Beach Boys? You gotta go to, like, the fucking Aerosmith? Who we got? Like, Cream. They're fucking British, right? Uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix experience, but it wasn't his rhythm section British. I don't know for sure. Uh, who do we got? Who am I fucking missing? Uh, the Ramones, I guess. But the fact that I have to say I guess tells you everything you need to know. Who can compete with fucking Muse right now, currently? Who's the, who are those kids, the, uh, the Led Zeppelin cover band? Greta Van Fleet. Where are they from? Are they American? Probably not. What do we got? Tool. There you go. Tool. There. Found it. It was, uh... <laughs> I don't know if one of my friends... I don't think I was on Facebook. I never post shit on Facebook, but I'll go occasionally and just just judge people. That's all you really do on social media. Ever notice that? Doesn't it just turn you into a bat? That's why I avoid it. It just turns you into a fucking... Because, I, I, you know, sometimes I'll see a post and be like, Yeah! Great! I see what you're doing there. Great job. Love the photo. Needed to see that meal. Pretty sweet vacation photo. I do have those thoughts occasionally. But most of the time I'm seeing posts, I'm like, what the fuck is this douchebag thinking? Posting this bullshit. Get the fuck out of here with that. That's like 80% of what I'm thinking. It's like, who am I to do that? Look at the shit I put out there. Listen to what I'm doing right now. So I, I try to avoid it. And then, then you know when you post something... Everybody's just like me, or maybe even worse, who the fuck knows. They're going to be talking shit. Just like, I'm getting sick of social media. Like, everybody on social media is either having the the greatest life, day, month, what have you, or like the worst life, day, month, what have you. Like, nobody's like in the middle. Just like, yeah, had a, had a mediocre ham sandwich with American cheese and uh, procrastinated doing my laundry, but finally... Got around doing it. Time to go to bed an hour later than I planned. Oh, I'm in a YouTube uh, wormhole. Good night. You know, it's either like, um, oh, uh, I got a rock. Look at the future so-and-so. Big ring in the photograph with staged kissing photos all around. Um, Killing life or some shit. Or it's, uh, I have lupus and need money because I'm dying or something to that effect. Yeah, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but you get the idea. Everybody's promoting, they're trying to create a, a version of their of their life that is either seems to be intended to make others jealous or to make others feel very sad <laughs> and sympathetic. So so do do I really need to participate in that? Do I really need to? Probably if I need to, if I'm going to promote this fucking pod thing and podcast. What the fuck? Why are we still saying pod? Where did that come from? Podcast. Because it rhymes with broadcast and and we had iPods. 
back then? Is that what we call it? Podcast? Nobody has a fucking iPod anymore. The name just kind of stuck. Podcast. Hmm. Well, anyway. Podcast. Broadcast. Can we cha- Can we come up with a better name? Ah, fuck it. It's already stuck. It's, it serves its purpose. Podcast. It's got a nice ring to it. Hey. Hey. Okay. Huh. Hey. Okay. Huh. Hey. Okay. Huh. Man, there's a lot of police driving around here. Is that supposed to make us feel safer or less safe? Depends on how much property you own. Hey. Hey there. Hey there. All right, guys, I'm just kind of stalling here as I wait for this uh, person to pass on a bike. He's walking the bike, and he's stopping the bike, and he's turning around from the bike. And I'm paranoid because... Okay, he's gone. He will be gone soon. Oh, he's coming back. Let me hit pause a second. See what this guy needs. All right, false alarm. What was I talking about? Social media, British bands, English rock bands, Tool. Tool! Oh, yeah, a, a damn meme I saw on social media. It was uh, it showed, like, a Google search bar. Somebody was typing in Tool, and then it said, Did you mean uh, Radiohead for Juggalos? That got me. I did a little LOL when I saw that. But then I started thinking about it. You know, Juggalos. Insane clown posse fans. The guys with the uh, the hatchet and the um, Fago. What is that soda they're drinking? What do they go? They go, whoop, whoop. Those, those fuckers. Now, now growing up in the late 90s, um, kind of had a negative association with the Juggalo Nation kind of associated them with because uh, they have become like the punching bag. Everybody makes fun of the Juggalos. And then I, I do a little research on the Wikipedia find out uh, it's this whole weird subculture and apparently Insane Clown Posse whose lyrical content was notoriously gruesome, grotesque and just, you know, the, the worst shit you could imagine. It's like, it's like the euphoria of uh of bands uh lyrically turns out they're tricksters and their the the hidden message was a christian message the whole time it was all morality tales or so claim the the uh the creators and so it made me really take a step back and and reconsider my negative preconceptions of of the juggalos I can't even say the word juggalo. Even the word makes you want to snicker in derision. But you know what? God bless them. You know, they got the little community. They, what do they call it? The gathering. They get together and I don't know, they do meth and fucking compare, compare our wallet chains. And, and, but you know what? You know what we need more of? Community. Community. We don't have enough community. Everything is, is uh, online now, but it's not a real community. You got to physically meet together. Whether it's, I don't give a shit if it's, what is that out in the desert where everybody does drugs and barters as they get sunburned wearing outlandish clothing, if if any clothing at all. What is that? Burning Man. 
Hey, uh, what's the... so I retract any any time I ever laughed at a at a at a juggalo joke. Um, uh, so that's my point there. Tool, yeah, tool, tool is apparently Radiohead for juggalos. So I guess I am a juggalo then because I do like the tool, um, but I also like Radiohead. Um, oh, how unique am I? I like Tool and Radiohead. Wow. <laughs> really, uh, really going out on a limb there. Um, but what was my point beyond that? Again, digressions within digressions. Oh, yeah, the Brits. The Brits. Gotta hand it to them on the rock, rock, rock and roll music. Also gotta give the Brits credit for genocidal colonialism. Don't know if you guys read much uh, history there or just, you know, pay attention to, to the most popular language in the world, English. You know how it got that way? You know how it got that way? Apparently, this little island, this little island of genetically deficient, resource-deprived, non-written record caveman people uh, devoted all their intellectual energy between the years of about 580 to maybe 1280 into uh, creating modes of transportation and weaponry to go basically jack every country in the world for resources. And, you know, the thing when you go jack a people of the resources and you invade them with fucking guns, you know, it's, it helps to control them if you uh, uh, give them a god to worship and erase their culture, including their language. So they've been running around. That's why I'm speaking language right now. My ancestors didn't speak English. I'm not British. I've got a single ancestor that stepped foot on that filthy, foggy island. My people come from all over the goddamn world, mostly, uh, I don't know, Scandinavia, northern, mainland Europe as well. But they, they came over here speaking German or what, Swedish, I don't know, Norwegian, whatever the fuck they spoke. And they, they uh, actually, that's not a fair comparison because they came like after, after this country was uh, stolen and the uh, natives, native population pretty much uh, eliminated, right? And the Brits pretty much took care of the native population before the, uh, you know, the other white people started coming in. First of all, was it the Western Europeans and the Irish, and then eventually the Italians came in. They got the Hispanics, and now everybody comes in, and it's kind of a free-for-all now. Um, I don't want to get political. I don't know what you, I don't, I don't really care what you think about immigration. Frankly, I think it's a good thing. I think a little novelty never hurt no one. Bring them in. I don't give a fuck. Bring them all in. It's great. I want unique foods and funny accents and people who uh, approach problem solving from a different angle. It's good for you. I don't mind a little different spirituality, different religion. Why not? Huh? Hear it out. What, are they going to convert you? How how committed are you to your faith if you're worried about some other faith coming in? Are they going to convince you against it? If that's the case, then fuck, you don't deserve it. Get out of here. Bring them in. I'm like I'm like Bizarro Hitler. <laughs> I believe the master race is 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 obviously uh, uh, a mongrel race. Obviously, right? Hasn't science figured this out? Don't they call it hybrid vigor? Right? Well, there's plants or animals. You get a you get a mutt dog. It's gonna be healthier purebreds that we fetishize. I like flat noses. I like 
white with black spots. So I'm gonna, we're gonna zero in on that trait and breed that trait without any regard to anything else. That's not how nature works. Dogs are basically GMOs is what I'm saying. Not basically, they are GMOs. They're literally GMOs. Dogs are genetically modified and they're organisms. We genetically modified them from wolves. That fucking chihuahua, that thing can fuck a, a wolf and have a baby. <laughs> we just genetically fucking modified them to our liking. We didn't look out for the best interest of the dog. We didn't say, you know, these poor bulldogs. That's fucking, that's animal abuse what we've done to fucking bulldogs. We've bred them so they can't breathe. They're all gassy and shit. They're fucking arthritic. They can't run or do, they just, oh, but they look cute. They look cute for me. It kind of reflects my tastes. So fuck the organism's health. It looks cute. The fuck out of here. How desperate are we for friends that we need to genetically modify organisms to like us? <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, we, if you examined our species from a spaceship, you'd have to be like, that is the saddest, loneliest species we've ever seen. They're literally latching on to other species, genetically modifying them to... Uh, to depend on them. It's sick. It's sick. Animals are for eating. Okay? Call me old-fashioned. Animals are for eating. That's what they are here for. Animals eat other animals. We eat animals. And if you don't eat animals, you gotta eat a plant. Turns out, plants are also conscious. So you gotta fucking eat somebody's consciousness. There ain't no way around it. It's kind of the game we agreed to when we got onto this mortal plane. Hey, we're gonna play a video game. What's the goal? Eat other people and animals, not people. <laughs> that sounded weird. Eat other things, you know what I'm saying? Other organisms. Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Eat other people. That's going too far. Cannibalism is a step too far. In fact, I'm kind of queasy about uh, mammals in general. You know, I don't give a fuck about eating a fish or a bird. Fuck them. Mammal? Certainly not a primate. I ain't not, uh, I'm not digging on a, a primate. I don't care how good monkey tastes. I don't care how healthy... A monkey brain is. It's too close. Too close for comfort. I fucking eat a dolphin, though. Any mammal that is adapted to the water, I'm going to eat the shit out of that. I don't know you. I don't care how smart you are. We already eat octopuses, octopi. We already eat those fuckers, and they're, they're so smart, we can't even conceptualize their intelligence. That's how fucking freaky smart they are. We eat them with no qualms. I know I do. So I'll eat a dolphin, a whale. Think about it. You kill one whale. One whale. Like an old age whale. Let's say the whale's going to die in a week anyway. You kill that fucker. You know how many people you can feed just one whale? I think that's more ethical than instead of... How many shrimp does it take to feed a nation? Like millions upon millions of shrimp have to die to feed uh, uh, even a city. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is let's, let's start eating whales. That's a save the whales is probably a little bit more uh, of a acceptable sign to carry while you're marching. Save the whales. You know, the guy carrying the sign that says "Eat the whales" is probably uh, probably not going to have too many too many members in his uh, committee group. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just rambling, guys. It's getting hot again. It's getting hot in this fucking car. I'm about ready to call it quits. 
calling it quits. So happy birthday, America, and fuck the Brits, those colonial bastards. Can't go anywhere in the world without talking, running into some poor sap whose country, Brits, I don't care if you're in Jamaica, Sudan, Hong Kong, United States of America, Canada, Australia, technically with their prisoners, Ireland. They don't give a fuck. They'll even fuck over their fellow whiteies. It's not even about race, what they did to the Irish. Those Brits go everywhere, everywhere. And, uh... So just remember that when you're when you're celebrating the Fourth of July, this Fourth has passed, but the next one that comes around, you know, maybe make it a little less about uh, America and a little bit more about uh, fuck the English and colonialism in general, which would include all forms of colonialism, colonialism in the Western Hemisphere, uh, including in South America, Central America. It's all the same fucking thing. We're all it's all the same fucking thing when you get down to it. Eastern Hemisphere European folks coming over, taking land, forcing the indigenous population to speak their language, worship their God, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then they divide and conquer us. So now we're telling Mexico to get back, go back to your country, when in fact they're descended from fucking Native Americans. Did you know that? Did you know that there's no such thing as a Mexican? I know, I know that sounds shocking. What do you mean? Mexico, people from Mexico. No such thing as Mexico. Mexico is a geopolitical fiction that was invented, what, 200 years ago at the most? It's just a piece of land there that was inhabited by indigenous people. The Navajo, Apache, I don't know what the fuck they were. The Aztecs, the Maya, came over and uh, were raped by a bunch of filthy Europeans, got a bunch of diseases, and then the survivors uh, usually had some mixed blood of European and native people and uh flash forward a couple hundred years the descendants of a bunch of whiteies come over and tell them to go back to their home country it's like, hey whitey what the fuck are you for where are you what the fuck are you from you're living in fucking scottsdale with your dutch german blood your ancestors just got here like what 80 years ago you start acting like this is your birthright Get the fuck out of here these mexicans ancestors have been living in colorado arizona new mexico california for thousands of years we don't we can't even measure the origin they've been around here for so long go back to your Get the fuck out of here country anybody who believes in a country you gotta you gotta really you gotta really grow up at a certain point what the fuck is a country anyway have you really stopped and thought about it or are you just repeating shit that you learned in first grade like, you, you grew out of the Santa Claus, but you can't grow out of countries. <laughs> this is my line. This line is where our gangs decided that we're going to split up the territory, and now we're going to control these people, and on that side of the line, they're going to control that people. And if their people come on this side, then that's no good, because you got to have a permission slip to cross this line to go into my gang's territory. Go fuck yourselves, you fucking weirdos. I'm just obsessed with, like, territory and pop. My team is this way. Your team is that way. All right. All right, guys. It's enough. It's enough for today. I'm going to call it quits here. Um, fuck the Brits. Just kidding. I love you. But fuck some of the Brits. <laughs> and uh, you guys have a great, great little week here. We'll see you next week. And love you. Kind of. Platonically. <laughs>